0: hello my friends and welcome back to story cuppings we are going to be well let's face it it's october so we are going to be taking sips from cups of spooky brews i think and it's oh it's so exciting uh to dive into tales that really play with our senses and really play with our imaginations in the way to heighten our fears, our dread. And despite those fears, we read on because we have to see our way through them. Now to don't worry, I, I do want to get back into the celebrating indie authors in November, um, but in this month I wanted to read a couple things that were highlighted by other book reviewers, particularly, I want to make sure I get her site title correctly, um, Books, Bones, and Buffy, a uh, book review site hosted by Tammy, who is awesome. She covers so many different kinds of stories, uh, be it sci-fi, mystery, um, fantasy. Uh, she she covers a lot. And I'm going to make sure I share her link in the episode description. She put me on to a couple different books that I wanted to make sure I sampled here because they sounded too intriguing not to. And then I wanted to... Uh, dive into an author I have loved for a very long time. And I also want to share um, a an excerpt from a book uh, from an author I have enjoyed corresponding with and uh, interviewing. Uh, On jean lee's world in the past so we've got a lot to cover this month and i hope you're ready to begin with this cup known as the final girl support group by grady hendrix and i have to say when i was looking at this the uh the blurb uh on the cover one of the reasons it did strike my fancy is because uh, with my husband Bo, I have seen a number of slasher films, uh, the Friday the Thirteenth films, the Halloween films, and so on. So, uh, and, and P.S. Halloween's got another movie coming out. I know my my husband is extremely excited for that one. Uh, <laughs> but the the concept of that final girl, because so often it is one last female character that survives these evil slashing entities. And you know the blurb takes that concept and builds a very unique premise on it. So I'm just gonna read the book blurb here. In horror movies, the final girl is the one who's left standing when the credits roll. The one who fought back, defeated the killer, and avenged her friends the one who emerges bloodied but victorious. But after the sirens fade and the audience moves on, what happens to her? And I think that's a fair question. I mean, granted, Friday the 13th, part two, kind of answered that for us where they just kill her. So there's that. But that's that's where Gary, Grady Hendrix is taking this novel, where you gather these the survivors of these evils, (laughs) these evil killers, and you put them together. What's gonna happen? And so let's take, we're, we're not gonna dive in very far because the first chapter is actually very short. There are a couple like media excerpts around the first chapter though. So I thought we could read those as well and just see if the flavor of this premise, strikes are fancy so first we have a little media excerpt it's a chat room chat room thread excerpt from a comment section last word on final girls doc on okay sorry so this comment is about a YouTube video okay so last word on final girls doc The doc on YouTube has 2.1 million views. WTF? Who cares about a bunch of grandmas with saggy necks? If one of them was hot, okay, I can understand, but I'm so sick of hearing about them. All right, there. I, I like this because, first of all, we understand what age we're dealing in. We are, this book is set, the present is set, digital age. But the characters we're dealing with went through their traumatic events years ago that they are old enough to well be considered grandmas by certain viewers so we know time has passed between whatever trauma our final girls group went through and the present actions of the story Well, and even the, I can't even see present actions because that comment's made 17 months ago from when we are reading it, which means we're still, man, we're still dealing with a little bit of extra time here. There's a lot packed right away on the screen. So now someone responds to that person. Time won't be kind. Their 15 minutes were up 15 years ago. So now we have a little better sense of time that over a decade passed between trauma and here. Um that initial WTF person. I wish they would all disappear. Okay. Not sure. There's a weird thing about comment culture with folks today. It's like, why do you have to, okay. Anyway, uh, and then the response goes, be patient. Remember Viper Hansen, Ricky Walker and Walter Scroggs are in present are in prison, not dead. People say dream Kings still out there. One day, people will totally forget about FGs, so final girls. Then they will get what they deserve. So now we know, before we've even touched the first page of the actual story, uh, we now know a sense of time. We now know a sense of (sighs) these people are people know of this final girls group. so it's not like the our protagonists are just strangers in a crowd. they're they're actually known to a degree in society as are the killers who came after them and the killers are all still alive one of them even being outside of prison. So we've already established, our protagonists, our antagonists, and a slight sense of setting. And we haven't even started the story yet. (laughs) That's, that is some kick-ass establishment right there. All right, Grady, I commend you. Let's take a look at this first chapter. I wake up, get out of bed, say good morning to my plant, unwrap a protein bar and drink a liter of bottled water. I'm awake for five full minutes before I remember, before remembering I might die today. When you get old, you get soft. In the living room, I stretch and do 40 knee strikes, 40 palm heel strikes inside mountain climbers until sweat drips onto the concrete floor. I do elbow strikes until my shoulders burn. Then I get on the treadmill, put the speed up to seven and run until my thighs are on fire and my chest rasps. And then I run for five more minutes. I have to punish myself for forgetting exactly what the stakes are, especially today. The bathroom door gets padlocked from the inside while I shower. I make up my bed to eliminate the temptation to crawl back in. I make tea, and it's not until the electric kettle clicks that I have my first panic attack of the day. It's not a bad one, just a cramp in my chest that feels like a giant hand squeezing my lungs shut. I close my eyes and concentrate on relaxing the muscles lining my throat, on taking deep breaths, on pulling oxygen into the bottom of my lungs. After two and a half minutes, I can breathe normally again and I open my eyes. This apartment is the only place in the world where that's possible. A bedroom, a living room, a kitchen and a bathroom where as long as I take reasonable precautions I can close my eyes for two minutes out there in the world it's a non-stop murder party and if i make the slightest mistake i'll wind up dead we'll just pause right there so we have a very clear sense of one of our protagonists who else could this be especially since with a line like when you get old you get soft even though soft must apparently be just the facts that, you know, she spent five minutes not thinking about death. And for her, that's soft. Ye heavens. And the exercise routine helps us also understand the grueling training she is continuing to put herself through to stay prepared. The fact that her bathroom is locked. The fact that wherever she lives, she has beefed up its security to the point where she feels like she can breathe for all of two minutes. That panic attacks are just a normal part of her day now. And that death can come at any time. Now, this makes me part of this makes me wonder if this is the final girl that maybe survived the killer who is still free, who was never apprehended. This is possible. i would I would certainly be making those same kind of precautions, too, if I were in her shoes. but that's that's where we're at with this person, that we we are within a page, because I read about one page. We have a sense of this character's preparedness of mental strategy as well as mental health. Um, and the cold blooded approach really to life, that life is survival. Life is not really something to be happy with. It is meant to survive. So let's see what else we get in. See, this chapter is just three pages. Yeah, we can get through this. I go into the living room and turn on CNN to see what the body count is today. And from the very first image, I know that the next 24 hours will be bad. A live drone shot of a summer camp is buried beneath all the other junk CNN puts on screen. It shows sedans and emergency vehicles clustered outside the cabins, men in white hazmat suits walking between the trees, yellow police tape blocking the road. They cut to recorded footage of the night before, blue lights flashing in the dark, and the slug line hits me in the gut. Real life Red Lake tragedy repeats. i turn on the sound and the story is exactly what i feared someone murdered six camp red lake counselors who were shutting the place down for the season they used a variety of weapons hand scythe power drill bow and arrows machete hey someone was watching friday the 13th okay um sorry (laughs) sorry to interrupt but no just aside the moment we get into the camp that's the friday the 13th series if you ever heard of Friday the 13th with Jason Voorhees and his machete and the hockey mask etc cetera, etc. Cetera. That was a camp one. That was the camp slasher guy. Uh, so that's of course he used a variety of instruments not just a machete to to attack people. One in particular being a corkscrew. That was a fun one. Anyway. Let's get back to the story. And there would have been a seventh victim, except the last one, a 16-year-old girl, the CNN Kyron tells me, is, nay, his name's Stephanie Fugati. Okay. Who shoved them, shoved them out of the hayloft. Hang on. I and mean, would have had a, except the last one tells me, shoved them. Shoved who? Well, now I'm confused. Well, let's just see how this keeps going. It could have just been all my interrupting here that might have thrown me off. The killer hasn't been identified yet, but there's Stephanie on screen in a class photo with her round face and clear skin, smiling through her braces with a grin that breaks my heart. After last night, she'll never be that happy again. She's a final girl now. You're watching a horror movie, and the silent killer knocks off the stoner, the slut, the geek, the jock, and the deputy, and now he's chasing the virgin babysitter through the woods. She's the one who said they shouldn't party at this deserted summer camp. Break into this abandoned lunatic asylum, skinny dip in this isolated lake, especially since it's Halloween or Thanksgiving or Arbor Day or whatever the anniversary is of those unsolved murders from way back. The killer's got a chainsaw, boat hook, butcher's knife, etc. And this killer's got zip. Oh, I'm sorry. And this girl's got zip. Zip no upper body strength no mass no shotgun all she's got is good cardio and an all-american face yet somehow she kills the killer then stares numbly off into the middle distance or collapses into the arms of the arriving police or runs crying to her boyfriend makes one last quip lights one last cigarette asks the final haunting question gets taken off in an ambulance screaming and screaming like she's never going to stop ever wonder what happens to those final girls After the cops eliminate them as suspects, after the press releases their brace-faced, pizza-checked, bad-hair-day class photos that inevitably get included on the cover of the true crime book. After the candlelight vigils and the moments of silence after someone plants the memorial shrub. I know what happens to those girls. After the movie deals get signed, after the film franchise fails, after you realize that while everyone else was filling out college applications, you were locked in a residential treatment program pretending you weren't scared of the dark. After the talk shows circuit, after your third therapist just accepts that he's your Zoloff dispensing machine and you won't be making any breakthroughs on his watch, after you realize that the only interesting thing that'll ever happen to you happened when you were 16, after you stop going outside, after you stop browsing locksmiths the other way, the way other women browse the windows at Tiffany's, after you've left town because you couldn't deal with the uh, why not you looks from the parents of all your dead friends, after you've lost everything been through the fire started knowing your stalkers by their first names after all that happens you wind up where i'm going today in a church basement in burbank seated with your back to the wall trying to hold the pieces of your life together we're an endangered species for which i'm grateful there are only six of us still around it used to make me sad that there weren't more of us out there but we were creatures of the 80s and the world has moved on They used to dust off the clip packages for our anniversaries or the occasional franchise reboot, but these days it's all oil spills and WikiLeaks, the Tea Party and the Taliban. The six of us belong to another era. We're media invisible. We might as well not even exist. As I turn off CNN, I realize I miscounted. There are actually seven of us. I just don't like to think about Chrissy. No one does. Even mentioning her name can mess with your head because she's a traitor. So I take a minute, even though I only have three hours to get to group, and I take a deep breath and try to get my focus back. Now, her preparation for actually leaving the apartment lasts another three paragraphs, but I'm, I'm going to stop here actually, because I wanna, I love how the one paragraph, the paragraph of, I know what happens to those girls, it's practically one sentence and this paragraph is the a third of the page but that's because we are getting that stream of consciousness type of sentence structure where occasionally the sentence breaks but then eventually it's just all one list of after and after and after and after and after and and it's very effective i mean i had to pause to take a breath often But no, it's very effective visually here, and as far as the prose goes. I also like how already here, before our first chapter ends, we have a little slick connection to that chat, comment chat um, about the YouTube video with the final girls between two commenters. Because near the end of, what is this, page five? The six of us belong to another era. We're media invisible. We might as well not even exist. I Because what were those two unknowns saying in that chat room? I wish they would all disappear. One day people will totally forget about final girls. Then they will get what they deserve. And so the fact that one of our final girls has realized that they are invisible it's i think for a reader safe to assume that the killers have noticed that as well whether they are the ones in prison or the one out so yeah this hits all the chords with me but again you you ha- would have to i would think and this is just me you would already have to enjoy the flavors of a story involving the cat and mouse, the slasher genre, um, to enjoy this kind of spooky brew, as I put it. Uh, if that hor- that vein of horror story or or suspense stories is not your is not your cup of tea, cup of coffee, cup of anything, maybe the story won't be your brew either. That's And that is fine. Because I think you do have to have an appreciation for things like the Friday the 13th series. For things like uh, the Halloween series. um, And just that killer slash stalker kind of story in general to want to read something like this. So if that is not your brew, then don't worry about this one. There's going to be other brews out there for you. But for those who Love the taste of such, uh, such suspense, such uh, danger. Then definitely pick this up. And for writers, I have just in those few five, pa- five, six pages. I was seeing some excellent connections with uh, the little bits of the uh, choices between our protagonist and that comment site and just how much was established in that opening chat alone was extremely impressive. So. Do check out my fellow working writers and picky readers. If this is your flavor, do check out Final Girl Support Group. I am excited to keep reading this one when my flippin' grading gives me the opportunity. Uh but until next time, and the spooky brews to come. Read on, share on, and write on, my fellow creatives. Cheers.